Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast called The Legit Guys. In this episode, we're going to be discussing IB and how to cope with it, any tips we have. So, Dennis, how are you coping with IB? Well, it's fine for now, or I hope it will be fine for the rest of my IB. Okay, what are your struggles? Anything you noticed, like a jump well, from my GCSE and IB? The major jump is that, of course, it's a bit harder, but it's not like really hard the main thing is that you just simply don't have that much that much time so you have to do the things at home at school and it's really good that you have all the free periods and you just have to use them and that's like the first tip just use your free periods if you have some school just do it in your free period so you don't have to do it at home it will help you a lot and it's just much better yeah so that's one of the main tips i would give okay uh so uh the way i do it is um Obviously, I translate as much as I can, you know, just really, you can't do it without studying. This is not GCSE, just don't get away with stuff. And uh, I try and, you know, manage my time. I, ta- uh, I try and, you know, just not have work all day because no, nobody can do that. That's impossible. That's, it's going to leave you depressed. It's going to leave you anxious, you know, and it's not the right way to go. So how I do it is I just, I write a plan of what I'm going to do for the day uh, after school and uh, I make sure that uh, I do some sort of exercise or some sort of uh, physical activity, you know, either go do some training or just go for a walk, maybe do some of that. But I used to do like swimming and stuff, but now it's Corona and uh, you can't do that. So I pretty much just go on walks and exercise, but it really helps because it clears the Please the mind, please the body, and uh, helps you relax, even though you're supposed to be stressed all the time, which I am. But it, it helps a little bit. Okay, Ivan, I have one more question for you. Well, uh, I know that you exercise a lot and stuff. I wanted to ask, what are your feelings on how long you should study outside of school at home? Because I know that some people say you should study, you know, four hours, five hours a day for maybe one subject. So how do you feel about that? So I just feel like that it depends truly on what you want to do, like after you finish IB. You know, if you wanna, if you wanna be a doctor, if you wanna do some something, do if you wanna be like a lawyer or something like that, then obviously you have to study a lot, and you have to just you know, just do the sacrifice of studying and not having you know that much of social time and that much of anything else in school. But I mean, if that's what you want to do, it's absolutely fine. Me, for example, I'm not headed in a way which would be somehow challenging in those terms. So I study about like three hours a day. That's still a lot, though, three hours a day. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, because he, he only means the school time, though, yeah? No. Bruh. Absolutely not. So it really depends on what you want to do in your life, what you want to study next, or if you want to study next. If you don't want to study next, it's absolutely fine. Many people head that way. It's just that if you want to be a doctor or if you want to be a lawyer, anything like that, you just, you got to study, man. You just, you 
gotta put the time in. You have to you have to sacrifice your social life and your uh, everything else pretty much to achieve those goals. You know, you put in the hard work from beginning, and it pays out by you getting into the school. But if you want to be, you know, something else that's not as uh, demanding on education as those types of uh, jobs, then I don't know, like two, two to three hours a day is like optimum. That's how much I study. I try and study three hours a day. Three hours? Wait, and in those those three hours, do you like mean homework as well or? No, homework is... Like pure studying. Okay, Okay. <laughs> how do you so, get any free time oh uh it's easy i uh i just do stuff during the day and when i get home i just you know eat and do and stuff study that I'm supposed to go home. and then from around like nine i just i just study and when i'm done i'm done and it usually takes about three hours and i take like breaks so overall the the pure study time is like two two and a half hours and what, what do you study? Like, do you study like based on reading a textbook or doing practices or no, whatever? No. So many people told me that. Many you will hear it a lot. Uh, just reading is not enough. And I gotta say that's 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 just true. <laughs> you have to you have to if you want to read the book, then you have to make notes. Then you have to test yourself. There's usually like a little quiz on the back of the chapter or of the section. And you just gotta, you just gotta put the information that you just learned out. You know, you have to prove to yourself that you know what it, what you what you just read or what you just looked at, that you know how to do it and that you know what it means and stuff. So you just you either read, you watch videos, you listen to um, lectures and stuff. Truly depends. But my favorite type of learning. And the one I do the most is uh, read the textbook and then just write stuff down. Just write as much as I can. Like 10 minutes after I finish the chapter, I take a break and then I write this. And then I read it again in like, I don't know, three days, four days. And I try to, you know, make it as similar as I can to the paper that I wrote before, like 10 minutes after I finished it. If that makes sense. I, I think it depends on what you said that you need to engage with the particular text or whatever. I think for me, it works that just by reading. I think it's fine for me. I think that yeah, well, I'm from, sorry I'm not gifted like you. <laughs> I'm joking. Aw, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, you know, obviously everybody studies differently. It's everybody, you know, some people are more in a visual way. Some people are more in like a audio where you know some people just know it some people just like need to study 10 hours a day to know it everybody's different and that's absolutely fine so something else guys oh well aaron how do you do your oh well uh i'm going to be completely honest i don't study that much i usually just do the work they set us and then don't look at the textbook or do flashcards or anything like that yeah so i basically just exercise my knowledge by doing what they give us which in ib that's not enough and i know it but i just can't bring myself to study and 
I end up procrastinating a lot, actually, which I know some of you will have a problem with as well. Mm-hmm. Everybody will have a problem. With yeah. That. And, oh, like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's difficult these times, you know? You just you feel like the uh, lessons are optional when it's on Zoom, but mm-hmm. in reality, they are not. There is, they're, as impor- they're more important than the ones that you attend in person because you have to, you can't just, you know, sit there and listen just like you do in a normal class. You actually have to put in some effort to actually understand the teacher and, like, you know, go and just approach it, you know? Just, it's, it's difficult for all of us, but... You know, we all have to try. It's fine if you don't success in the beginning. You know, failure is what we learn from. But you eventually have to get a hold of it, or you just you, you need help from people. Yeah. If you if you if you ever struggle with anything in IB, just ask people. As stupid as you may sound, as 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 you know, as scared as you might be, just ask people is the best thing that you can do for yourself. Well, I'm sure that the online classes have a big impact on, you know, the amount of procrastination I do as well. And yeah, Liam, you wanted to say something? Sorry. Yes, Ivan, just going back to the point where you said that online lessons are as important as in-school lessons, if not more important. I don't quite agree, mainly because in some subjects you need to physically be in school to, you know, to do certain topics or even certain practicals, for example, which at home can't be done because you don't have the materials for it or equipment. Okay, so uh, if I if I said it somehow that it sounded like this, then I said it wrong. What I meant is that you it's more difficult and you have to. It's more important that you put in the work. You know, I didn't say it's it's uh, it's more important than lessons in school. They're not, but it's important that you approach the lesson. You know, because as I said, it, it just it low key feels that it's optional, you know. Just you know, you're, you're on your computer and you're at your house. You uh, you don't really have the discipline you used to have in school. But obviously, you need to do practicals in school. I know that you have to do practicals in school. I, I did one biology practical at home. It was a total disaster, and I only used potatoes and salt. So yes, you're correct, but. What I meant is that you have to focus more and you have to put in more on the online lesson to have the same outcome as, uh, as a physical lesson. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah I get your point. But it, I, don't, I don't think it only entails, you know, practicals. There are some topics that are... But yeah, of course, not only practicals, absolutely. Yeah. So it's just an example I used. Just that. Yeah, with the distance learning, you there are lessons that... You know, I'm pretty sure all of us, there have been times where we just didn't pay attention or just, you know, put uh, off video, muted and just went on with our days. But, uh, sorry? No, yeah, carry on. How dare you call us out like that? (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone did that once at least. (laughs) Because, like, there are some lessons which they might not be fun, but like you know that you have to listen to them. For example, like uh, me and you all were doing the higher level maths. Like they're not easy or fun, but we, we know that we need to listen to them. Otherwise, yeah. we're gone. Like, yeah, you just like, get lost in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, stuff but like for example, English. Some some English lessons are just like they feel very optional because it's just we're not even 
talking about like a lesson. We're just talking about what we think of a book. Exactly, which doesn't really make you <laughs> feel the importance in the long run of it. Which some people may find, you know, useful. Some other people might, even if it's in class, if you just, if we just start talking about a book, I don't think I will get anything out of it. Yeah, like, if, if, I, if you're in the lesson, you may find it interesting. But like mostly, like, online, there's so much other stuff you could be doing. So you're probably going to choose the more fun stuff over the lesson that doesn't really interest you, right? Yeah, I think a good, yeah, good way to do it is just maybe choosing some uh, maybe more fun topics for distance learning so they can engage the students and just, you know, keep them interested in the lesson. Exactly. Or else they just start playing games like Aram here. It's not as much I'm not about playing the games. Aram, <laughs> <laughs> stop lying here. It's not as much about the topics as it is the way you do it. If you just carry on a normal lesson, then obviously you're not going to approach the student like you would in the school. Yeah, that's, that's right. Normal, but you have to, you know, as the teacher, you either wanna you either wanna get the students to pass or you just don't care and you're being lazy because you know the teacher has to put in the same effort or similar effort as the student and like you you have to, you actually have to make the make the lesson more interesting for the person you know you have to like as you said approach them like you know maybe play cahoots or do some reading or I don't know but do something that's you know some gimmick yeah. Ivan, that's a good point. I think you. I think you. But you need like a combination of those to choose. Yeah, like, obviously, no, yeah, obviously, obviously. You can't just have all the fun and games and don't get stuff done. You can't do that. Yeah. yeah. I I would just think that maybe even having like you said cahoots and all that. I'd say like they have just like one fun lesson. Obviously, yeah, all uh, Kahoot, it was just like an idea, you know, but... No, no, yeah, you, know, just you, can, even like, you can do anything you want. You just like fun lessons in total, in general. They don't have to happen every single time. Like, I'm aware that some topics cannot be explained in a more you know, fun manner. And they have to be, they're more like theoretical and all that. Like, for the topics which you might be able to do something like that, I think it would be quite enjoyable, especially for like the lower years. Yeah. I mean, even for us, I think we haven't done really much of fun stuff, really. We've been pretty much carrying on with similar stuff. Some teachers have tried, but most I don't think so. Yeah, but I think that like from year 11 onwards, you kind of understand that what you're doing is kind of important as it will affect your future. So you, even if it's boring, you try to pay attention at least. Well, that's debatable. Well, you yeah. <laughs> know, sure it is. Yeah, but it's hard to just simply do it at home because there are just so many distractions. Like, you know that you could do, like, so many other things right now, but it's simply just, you know, hard. Yeah, I just I much prefer to be, like, in the physical school than on Zoom. But you are now. Yeah, and I, I am very grateful for that. It's much easier and it's much better. It's much more interesting, fun. While at home, true. like, the only positive that I have is that you wake up a bit later. That's like the only thing that I see in it. Yeah, also, like at school right now, uh, having all the people there, like, I normally would have totally despised it, but now I'm happy for it. <laughs> like, I don't want to be here alone anymore. <laughs> yeah, 
Because with the distance learning, as you said, you know, you can wake up later. There's many distractions. Knowing that, like, you know, the situation you have at home, maybe you don't have extremely good internet, but you can keep up with constant lessons, especially if you have, like, a brother or two. Well, Liam, the, the technology situation in Klarov isn't great. <laughs> but maybe, maybe, maybe my internet is a is a bit faster than the one in yeah. school. Let's not talk about the new system there okay. just yet. <laughs> Let's keep it for another episode. We get Dolby on that. <laughs> sure, he has a lot to say for that. Yeah. Next question. Sure. Um, well, what subjects are mo the most difficult? And also to this question, I'd like to ask if the most difficult question in physical school is the most difficult like subject for you in uh, online school as well. Because I know that you, for example, yeah. Liam said that there's a difference, for example, in chemistry, we can do the practicals. So if that affects how difficult it, it becomes to understand mm. it, maybe. But I think here I speak on my behalf and Oliver's and Nick's yeah. that higher level maths is by far the hardest subject we're taking. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's I would disagree. You Yeah, because just like the jump from the intensity of work you're doing from IG, even that like, the best class in IGCC just cannot prepare you for what you're gonna do in IB. Exactly. Like you do basically a topic per lesson or two at maximum, and then you just move on. Yeah. So fast pace. Plus, uh, I'm pretty sure this is just a little quick story. Uh, first week, we have teacher Mr. Ingham. Aaron was there. Dennis was there. Uh, at the end of each week, we do like a little low stake quiz, just to you know sum up what we learned. Not Easy, really low stakes, though. Let's get quizzy. So basically, our first topic was series, arithmetic and geometric series, and sequences. And uh, we all went into the test thinking that it's going to be easy. We're going to do it because we worked it for, through it in class. We understood it. We came to the test. Uh, the entire class pretty much failed, apart from one person. And uh, <laughs> it was... Don't be shy. Name her. Name her. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I can name her. Selena was the only one that actually managed to get more than a two. No, she got, I think, a pretty good score there. She got 74%. Yeah, but she also said that she didn't get any of the answers. She just got the points from working out, or, or she got one answer, I think. Yeah, just yeah. the questions. The difficulty of the questions was we just were not expecting it. We were working through yeah. somewhat easy questions through the lessons, and then we were presented with this extremely hard question of the test, and we all just did, did not know how to approach it. Like, none of us in the class knew how to do anything there. We were just slowly looking at each other like, <laughs> you know what's happening? <laughs> we just looked at each other like, help? Uh, I'm going to enter this ma mathematical mm -hmm. craziness. Sure. I'm just going to say uh, I myself am very happy I'm doing... Uh, the easiest math there is, aka stupid math. Sorry, but it, it is what it is. Uh, the, re the reason every use just high maths. You know, I, in my uh, work field, I'm just not going to use it. And I think that many people that are getting forced by, by their parents or, you know, just say, guys, you, you are 
kind of like smart in the mathematical way. I wouldn't call it that. I think I just basically you're, doing it because I need it for future. <laughs> you're smarter than, you know, you're over average or, you know, smarter in maths than other people. Yeah. Would, you, would, you say, would you say that or would you not say that? Well, I would say that I'm not offending anyone now, but I believe that all, pretty much everyone that is in that group right now is among the, most, the more gifted people out of maths in our year group. Yeah, it's not about being smart. It's about like you know, genuinely understanding all of it. Mm. And yeah, I myself, or the interest in it. Yeah, the interest in it. It's just pretty, pretty much you know what's important. But uh, I myself, I'm really, I, I hate maths. It's the thing that I will never use in my life or in my work field. And uh, I just, I, I'm, I'm not gifted in that way. It's not that I'm stupid. I, I just, I don't feel with it. I feel with other subjects like psychology. I feel with. Uh, a little bit with biology and stuff like that, you know, more of like a biological approach, you know, that's more of what I am because that's that's the kind of job I would like. And I think that it's okay for me to just take take the easiest map there is. I just think it's okay, and I think that people should not be ashamed of it because I've heard quite a lot of people are ashamed of, you know, taking that easy math from a higher... Higher year groups and from the lower year groups, they are like, I don't want to, I don't want to take this the easiest maths because I'll feel stupid and I, I will feel like a failure. And I think that just we should, you know, make people feel okay with what they're choosing. I'm just gonna step into this very quickly. Just a little tip: if you are going to choose high level maths, I would strongly advise you to choose like a fourth high level subject or uh just ask a teacher if you can jump from sl subject to high level because it will be much easier because there is a chance that you will just simply not keep up which happened to me and luckily i was better at business so i was allowed to go to high level so it's better to have that like extra like way to like do the things yeah uh, also when we were going from igcse to ib for high level maths, uh, we really were thinking that it's gonna be kind of fine. Like it could be harder, but it's gonna be fine. But as Liam said, after the first test, yeah, <laughs> it was hell. Yeah, I believe that after the first test, most of us just understood how this is gonna be and started putting in a lot more effort, which showed in the second test because most of us passed. I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think we all did. Mm. I. I I don't think I did more effort, though. Oh, just that you, you understood how the questions are going to be. They're not going to be like the easy ones we cover in class. They're going to be much more you know, difficult. Yeah. It also depends on the topic we cover in that. But uh, I just want to, just to put it in perspective. So we have here two people that were doing high-level maths and who have now dropped it to, to standard-level maths. Or... So some of us here are doing higher level physics, and uh, I just like to hear the thoughts. For example, Dennis, what do you think of higher level physics? Well, I enjoy physics. It's real fun. It's 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 like really logical, so you can like understand relatively easily, and it explains like all the things around you. So, for example, there's motion. There they talk about heat. It's about waves. It's all about like these interesting stuffs and these phenomena that takes place around you force is also interesting energy it's all just like really interesting 
and the fact that you can use it like in the real world is just like so important but there is a problem when revising for it is that if you revise like too much like a, like a lot a lot a lot you will like burn up in a sense because it's like a lot of information to process and when it comes to the test it you just might like not do well because you just learned so many stuff and you just like really can't choose because you have so much things happening in your mind at once but also if you like don't like revise at all it will be a problem so revision is like really important in physics and as long as you are interested in it and fun and it's fun so there shouldn't be a problem yeah i agree with what you said Dennis. i too am taking physics and it is a pretty interesting subject and if you're talented at it then you know you're lucky because some things take a lot more fault than others and uh yeah just if you like physics and take higher level you get doby and doby's very fun Do- doby's fun doby's fun he's really good he's a very good teacher <laughs> uh, as, as long as there's not like the second monitor being turned on <laughs> it's all fine and smooth <laughs> as long as there's not technical difficulties you're good also in high level physics you learn for like more topics and uh we don't know what those are yet i know quantum mechanics is one of them but dobi said no, that no i think it's relativity yeah but quantum no, no. Relativity, relativity is the is optional one, the one. yeah you you weren't talking about those no i was talking about the four uh, additional units you have to do oh all right sorry yeah so you have to do the quantum mechanics then there are four or three more maybe radiation i'm not sure like the radioactivity uh yeah but mr mr doby said it's going to be fun and you should trust mr doby when he says something is going to be fun so choose most it. of the time you should <laughs> trust mr doby dot wow and ivan tell us about biology biology it's one of the simpler uh sciences if you take standard level if you take higher level it's a very difficult one uh we have a great teacher my teacher is uh she's a great woman that's just really helpful she really knows how to uh she knows how to teach she knows the subject she's been teaching it for quite some time so you know she has the skill she has the experience and i think that if i study enough at home because you know biology is pretty much only remembering names and uh names and uh processes there's not that much to it there's just a lot of it so as long as i do my part at studying at home i'll be fine and i shouldn't have any problems okay well we've covered most of the scientists the only one remaining is chemistry which i am doing sl but i want to i want the opinions of the hl chemistry so liam how's chemistry going <laughs> Every day. Uh, that's on Liam. Yeah. How, how about you, Ali? <laughs> I don't struggle every day. <laughs> I struggle much. Uh, I will say that it, chemistry is a very fun subject if you have the right teacher. I'm not going to throw names or anything, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, I definitely talking. agree. Now, I won't call any names out or say anything too offensive but uh, me and Aram who are both chemistry students right now had uh, for IGCSE I'm pretty sure that we were doing very badly in IGCSE so I think that chemistry is a very fun subject if taught well 
Uh, it has some interesting topics, very, very cool experiments as well, very practicals and all that. And uh, I still haven't really seen the jump in difficulty from you know, IGCSE and high-level chemistry. Well, maybe because we're just covering a lot easier topics at the beginning, which I think both Aram and Oliver can agree with that. Yeah! Yep. Jesus. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know, I just find that depending on uh, how well you're doing in you know, IG chemistry, I'm, I think that most of us here were not doing that great. We were like an average of a B or a C. Oh, well. Lower. I know that both me and Aaron were, you know, got yeah. some Bs. <laughs> my, my average Which was second... good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was good in our class. Yeah, my average in the second year was pretty good. I think it was an A or an A star something. Yeah. Nerd. Yeah, mine and Aram's average in both years <laughs> was uh, a, a B, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think we, we both ended the year on an A. But currently, amazing, we have like, trust us that it happens. While in, you know, higher, in just IB chemistry in general, they just actually explain to you why it happens and it just makes a lot but, of sense. But I'd like to say they don't explain it fully. They say you'll learn that this, and you'll learn this at a university sometimes. Yeah, yeah. but at least we're getting further in yeah, and actually true. getting some <laughs> insights on how the actual particles, etc., work. Yeah. Not even that, like, I, they don't explain every single little bit, but they just just outline how it works. Yeah. They don't explain the, like, every single theory behind it, but you get the idea of how it works. You also, I think, get a lot of insight on the history of how it evolved, our perception of them. I wouldn't say a lot of, you know, well, we did, like, two lessons on it. Yeah, we had, like, two lessons, and then we just been doing theory and... Also, there's a lot of maths in chemistry, but it's very simple maths. It's not something like HL <laughs> high level five or six variable equations. They're mostly simple. Yeah. Well, so in far. case there's not any other points, we I could think end we have... this. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening to IB coping Confused. with IB. Unga bunga. Bunga unga. Bye bye. Okay, okay, bye. bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>